You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. Hello and welcome everybody. I'm really excited to do part five of our eight part training uh, for creating the new earth. I have received so much feedback, positive feedback about this course. So I'm so great. I'm so great grateful for everybody who has contributed to commenting and leaving leaving me five star reviews on my Divine Downloads podcast, or just writing me an email or sending me a DM on Instagram. I just wanted to thank you guys so much for uh, your feedback. Uh, it empowers me to continue to give you this information. I know this information is is not always easy to digest for every single person out there. You know, it definitely takes a level of open-mindedness and the ability to see further into the future, things that we can't see maybe with our current vision, but if we can use our imagination, we can get there together. So I just wanted to thank you so much for that feedback. Uh, Today, we are going to be talking about shaping the new earth. And so this is really going to be the transition as we continue for the next uh, several uh, classes here. And this is this is the turning point. You know, we've kind of got the foundation down. Last time we talked about the third dimension, the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension. So if you have missed any portion of this course, I would really recommend going back and starting from the beginning as every single class is layering on top of each other. So I'm going to go ahead and pull up my presentation and we're going to get started. Okay, so welcome to Divine Downloads. Uh, This is what this course has been about. So, so far we've talked about what is the new earth and why it's being created. Who will be affected during the transition and that integration process? We talked about how to break down old paradigms from the old earth. Just making sure I was recording this. And then we talked about the fundamentals of the third dimension, the fourth dimension, and the fifth dimension. That's what we talked about last time. And today we're going to be talking about how the new earth will shape a new society. So this is where we're going to have to use our vision. We're going to have to use our intuition. We're going to have to access faculties that we probably haven't accessed yet. So anybody who's still stuck in the third dimension or they're not there, they're going to think that what I'm about to say is impossible. Um, They're going to have their reservations, they're going to fight it, because they won't be able to see how that would be possible. So I want to encourage you before we go any further that you keep an open mind. Remember, the new earth is going to be here, and is here and will continue to be here long after we're gone, okay? So this is important that we start to see deep into the future. And remember, sometimes when we go back in history, we learn things that we think are crazy, right? We've learned, we've heard about cannibalism. We've heard about 
things happening in ancient cultures that are barbaric. And so, you know, it's if it's not that crazy to think about what's happened in history, then it shouldn't be that difficult to see in the future, just to use your imagination to see what this new earth is really all about. Okay, so today, um, we're going to get into the nitty gritty. So for those of you guys who are brand new to Holistic Fashionista, my name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista magazine. And my purpose as an Arcturian starseed is to create the new earth with my star family by my side. I use astrology, I use my in integration with the divine, I use my subconscious and uh, many guides who are guiding me every single day, one of which who is alchemist, Count Saint Germain. So a lot of the material things that you will see in my presentations and in my podcast have been divinely downloaded. So again, they're channeled to the best of my ability of understanding as far as where I am in my consciousness. My goal with this training is to help create powerful, self-realized new earth leaders of tomorrow. Okay, so this is what we're getting into today, how to shape the new earth, okay? How the new earth will shape a new society. So that means we're gonna have to understand a few things about our current society. Okay, so in this class, I'm going to discuss the current earth's social and political structure, because we're not gonna be able to create the new earth without understanding what's currently going on. We're gonna talk about the transition into the new earth, what that's gonna look like, and how the new earth will work from a social uh, structure standpoint, how you will look physically. All right, so the main points that we're going to cover are the old system and how it's breaking down. And that choice to ascend or descend and the new paradigm, okay? Which is a new way of thinking. All right, so let's get ready for a wild ride into the fifth dimension as we create the new earth together as a collective. So do a, yourself a favor, maybe grab a pen and paper, a notebook, and let's get started. All right, so this is probably going to be the part I need to spend the most time on, and it's the current earth social and political structure. And so I'm just going to go ahead and chat with you guys about this because, you know, everybody is kind of in their different journey of how they're how they're dealing and coping with what's going on in society whether you follow politics or not whether you're you know out of the loop or well informed everybody's on a different um, stratosphere as far as our social and political structure but some of it is really obvious so even if you haven't been paying attention um, it's you know affecting your vibration so you decide to turn it off that's fabulous, but we've at least got to acknowledge what's going on so that we understand what is going to be created um, as an alternative, which is going to be the new earth social and political structure. So the first thing we need to talk about is this concept of materialism. And materialism is very prevalent in our culture. It's basically that we think everything is physical meaning that we need to earn more money or we are obsessed with our own vanity. Um, we're obsessed with things that are tangible, proven, scientifically studied, and we're obsessed with this. And we often cannot get out of the visualization of something different because we're so dumbed down, if you will, indoctrinated, programmed, 
and uh, brainwashed, if you will, to that vibration, to that frequency. So as we've been talking about in this course, materialism is no different. Materialism is a frequency. And it's a frequency that's going to keep you stuck in those lower chakras for the rest of your life unless you can visualize yourself into a different frequency. So materialism is the, is the construct or the result of us having amnesia, okay? So we forget that we are a walking superpower. And I'm not saying this to be woo-woo or frou-frou or whatever. If you do go back to history, look at the, uh, the, the temples all over the world. Look at, I talk about the Oracle of Delphi in one of my programs recently. Um, the ancient structures that have been built, Stonehenge, uh, you know, the, the temples, the, uh, the pyramids, okay? There has been technology that has far surpassed even what scientists can even fathom. They can't even figure out how such things were created. You know, we're starting to get a clue as to some tools that have been discovered from archaeological artifacts, but we're still nowhere near as advanced as they were back then. And that just is a one of the main reasons why we can see ourselves as having this amnesia where have we forgotten how to do these things? Have we forgotten the technology that we were once, that was once readily available to us? I don't believe that we've only lived one life. I believe that we have incarnated many times. And I also believe that we have many of us walking around. So I've talked about, I think it was in class number one about the spirit. Okay, and when we decided to incarnate here on Earth School to ascend, right, to work, to hurry the, the, the ascension process, right, we came to Earth School to speed the process up because there's still spiritual school up there, right? So we're in school here and we decided to come incarnate here. So when we decided that, that means a piece of our spirit, which is called a soul, incarnated into our physical body. And when we incarnated for whatever reason, we got amnesia. Now, my philosophy around us having amnesia, not understanding and fully utilizing our superpowers, is that we came to a lower density, a lower frequency planet. And so for whatever reason, it's knocked out a part of our cognition, a part of our uh, divine connection, if you will, when we came here. So some of us remember our past lives. Some of us go to past life regressions and they can see where, who we were. Well, I also believe that there, our spirit didn't just come into this soul, that there is many specks of our soul in other physical bodies throughout this planet and other planets. So wrap your mind around that for a second, where if we're going to decide to ascend, why is it only confined to this one physical body? Couldn't it be many different physical entities? Could it be other extraterrestrials on other planets learning different lessons there and giving us those divine downloads? Because again, we our spirit is still intact. It's still one. It just happens to be going to all these different classes all over the place. 
So if we start to put the whole puzzle piece together, that's when the amnesia starts to fade away. We start to go, oh my gosh. You know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this woman the other day and then she called me by accident. Her phone like pocket dialed me. You know, and we start to see that, oh my gosh, every time I think of something, it starts to happen. Oh my gosh, like the other day, I was redoing my website so that it was easier to navigate uh, the Holistic Fashionista Temple. And literally within two hours, I had five new orders. And this is the power of being integrated in remembering that you are a walking superpower, but it's not possible for many people who are conditioned to this material world. They've confined their soul and they might not even believe in a soul. They might be atheists or not even believe that there's anything anywhere. So they've confined themselves to this life. And that does that is suppressing their superpowers. So materialism is a toxin to our superpower. It's 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 numbing out or or numbing down our ability to connect to our other parts of our spirit, our higher self, our other uh, beings of us that are walking around. Okay. So this, this amnesia has created a social and political structure and it's, it's aided. It's made it. So they are facilitating to make sure that we don't remember because what would happen if we remembered what we are, which is consciousness, which is awareness, which is walking divinity, which is walking light, which is a frequency. If we remember that, we would not have the type of culture or political structure that we have today. It wouldn't exist. So doesn't it make sense that the majority of people that have amnesia, well, that's just another way of saying that they have a calcified third eye chakra, okay? So that third eye, they will do anything to make sure that that third eye remains calcified. And so the calcification of that third eye has made us have this amnesia. And with that amnesia comes other symptoms, okay? It comes with being obsessed with money, obsessed with vanity, obsessed with power and control, okay? And as a result, we're chasing something that we could never even touch, even though that's what they're selling. So when you're, when you're immersed in a culture that only wants you to believe things that have been proven, even though many things have been proven, but they get dismissed, right? That starts to um, aid, that starts to facilitate corruption. So when certain things are suppressed, like our talents, like our gifts, like our discoveries, when those get suppressed, those get compromised, that takes a lot of energy for the social and political structure to suppress. And we've seen one very prevalent one in the very recent, which is censorship. The only way that the, the political structure, the social and political structure can remain intact today 
is if they continue to keep us in that amnesia energy. So what they get, they do is they start to suppress any information of, that would help us to remember who we are. Okay. So things like disease, um, things like um, power, uh, money, things that are, that we're chasing to be in better health, right? We're, we're trying to find some kind of solution to whatever problem we're having. But the, but the answer is within. But as long as we are in the political and social structure that has been cr created for us, we will always be chasing something that is outside of ourself, which is the exact definition of materialism, is to chase something that is tangible. When we are light, so even though we have a physical body, this physical body is filled with energy it is not actually a physical entity. It is a superpower. It is a walking frequency. So because of this suppressed information, it has also created a lot of division and segregation. And so with division and segregation comes more dimming of our own light, thinking that there is competition and scarcity, that someone is better than us or worse than us. It starts to create an exaggerated ego. It starts to inflate the ego. It starts to put us on that emotional roller coaster. Now, we talked a lot about this as far as the third dimension in the last class, so I'll let you guys go revisit that. But this corruption is what is keeping this materialism on its last leg, if you will. And you're probably already seeing if you're starting to have these intuitive downloads, which I don't think that you would be listening to this podcast or watching this video if you weren't already in that awakening phase. Uh, and so you're already seeing how the, the tactics or the antics of what the current social and political structure have intact to keep us suppressed, to keep information suppressed, to keep our superpowers to, uh, um, suppressed, and also to keep our brain waves, because again, we are a frequency, to keep our brain wave in a beta brain wave state. A beta brain wave state is when you are overanalyzing everything, you're stuck in that logical mindset all the time. You need proof. It's in that limbic brain. As long as they can keep you there, overanalyzing, obsessing about something, chronically um, thinking about something, that's how they're keeping you in that amnesia phase. So in order for us to shape a new society, the first thing we've got to do, as I've been saying throughout this entire class, is we have to look in the mirror. We have to take a look at what we're thinking about, what we're doing, who we're surrounding ourselves with. What are, what are we thinking about? How do we treat other people? What is my main goal? And those are going to be the questions that are going to lead us to transitioning out of this social and political structure. As much as people think that we cannot change the political structure because we're not in politics or the deep state is too deep. That is exactly what they want you to think. They want you to think 
that they have all the power and that you don't have any, which is again, re-exaggerating that amnesia. They don't want you to know that you are a walking superpower. So don't for a second think that just because certain things are set up the way they are, they're set up because they want them set up that way. But, th- but our frequency dictates the frequency of the planet. So Schumann resonance, resonance is a great barometer to see where we are as a whole, as a, you know, our energetic grid for Mother Gaia's consciousness. And so as we work on ourselves, we raise that frequency. And when you get to a certain level of frequency, it's by law of the universe that certain things will break down because those political and social structures are no longer in the vibration of where we are. It is law. Energy dictates how society goes. So if our energy is high, it's, it's by default that the lower vibrational structures will break down. It's just like the body. If you put a bunch of crap in your body, to lower its vibration, it will eventually break down until you are sick. It is the same thing with the social and political structure. It cannot sustain itself when the frequency of its environment is higher than its vibration, okay? So let's keep going here. They don't have the power. We have the power if we decide to raise our frequency. So as we transition into the new earth, this is where I see us right now. For us starseeds and lightworkers, we are helping the transition, right? We're helping to get us fully into the new earth energy. And this is where I feel idealism over materialism is going to be where we need to start. Okay, so let's talk about idealism. Most people will say, okay, idealism, that's like living in a fantasy land. Great. That's exactly what we should be doing right now. We should be living in a fantasy land. We should be exploring the infinite possibilities of how we could make this better, how we could improve this political and social structures. We should be brainstorming outlandish things to, that we are all living on clouds and whatever we want that we're living in these harmonious communities where we don't even think about our vanity because we all just look amazing. It's like idealism. If we're going to transit, if we're going to create a new earth, shouldn't we just create it exactly the way that we want it? Why would we like, oh, well, that just seems a little outlandish. So let's just start here. No, we are the pioneers of the new earth. Why would we you know, start somewhere smaller just to slowly build. No, let's, let's dream it up so that we can manifest it. Okay. So idealism over materialism, that's where we're at. It's like, okay, well the sky's the limit. So let's go. Like, what should we do with this? You know, what are you going to talk about? What crazy thing, what, what crazy idea do you have? Tell me all the perspectives. Give me all the information. Let's go. And then when you get to the place where you can't explore anymore, then you're going to sit and you're going to meditate and you're going to explore some more. 
That's where we are right now. In order for us to fully commit to the new earth, we need to think about in our consciousness, what do we want? What would be the ideal way to live on this planet? Because the way that it was set up was their way. And we watched it be all crazy, you know, stoning people to death, eating children, sacrificing children for spiritual ascension. I mean, they did all kinds of weird stuff, you guys, back in the day. Weird stuff. You know, we've seen people get murdered for coming up with technologies to cure cancers and things. I mean, it's crazy what they have done to suppress the information. So we're raising our vibration and that's going to break down the, the social and political systems. And we need to have something to replace it with. So it's not going to be enough for us to just live in fantasy. We have to first live in the fantasy to get the ideas. And then we're going to have to bring them forth. We're going to have to create them. We're going to see the thing that's different between an idea and a thought. Okay. We're in this idealism, idea uh, consciousness right now. What's going to be the best way for us moving forward? And what do we want it? What's our best case scenario? Okay. We got to get the ideas out there, but an idea is just an idea. A thought is something that you've pondered. How will I be a part of this creation of the new earth? Now that I can see what I, the ideal is, what's my contribution? How am I going to take ownership of my role and my responsibility during this time? Okay. So that's where we're at. And so I wanted to talk about self-sustainability here because this is also part of the transition, but I want to explore this topic for a little bit. Self-sustainability, if you really break it down, it means that you're just taking care of you and maybe your immediate community. You know, self-sustainability, like having your own garden in your backyard, um, creating products that don't harm the earth. I think we're on the right track here. But I do feel that self-sustainability still has that segregation component. I still feel like it has a scarcity component where it's like, I'm going to be self-sustainable because, you know, out there is dangerous. So I'm going to need to keep my thing intact so I can stay alive. There's still that scarcity mentality, but the new earth is not going to be based on self, on um, self-sustainability or scarcity. So I think we're on the right track of learning how to grow our own food and healing the soil and doing all of these things to improve what has already been established and corrupted. But I think that those are just new skills that we're learning, but we're going to take those skills and we're going to improve and elaborate on them. So we don't want to come from a place of scarcity ever with the new earth. We want to be in the vibration of abundance always. So I feel like self-sustainability, you know, was a result of our current situation. You know, in order for us to, you know, stay alive, we have to be self-sustainable because who knows how crazy it's going to get out there. But we have to change our consciousness around that in order for us to 
truly get to where we want to go, that ideal. Okay. So I put that one in there just to explain that we don't want to be in that scarcity mentality anymore. Okay. Holistic healing and holistic practices. Okay. So we're seeing this a lot right now. So again, we are already in that transition phase. You know, there's a lot of holistic practitioners. There's a lot of energy healers. There's a lot of people that are exploring their divinity right now. So this is great. This is how we know that the new earth is already being created. Otherwise there wouldn't be this many people going out there and helping other people. Like I went to menstrual medicine school in 2010. That was 11 years ago. No one had even heard of a holistic health practitioner. It was like this small little community. I hadn't even heard of it. My girlfriend, um, whose dad is a chiropractor, you know, I had made a YouTube channel back then. This was way before I went to natural medicine school about how I was healing my body. And my girlfriend saw my channel. And she goes, you would make a really great holistic health practitioner. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. But I Googled it. I looked at it. I found it on my natural medicine school. And I enrolled the next day. And this was the time period of when GMOs were just about to be a thing, you know, and all of the my all of my colleagues in in, in uh, my classes were all trying to protest, like no GMOs, no GMOs. Like, and it was, we lost that battle because not, no one was paying attention really back then. You know, it was just this small community of holistic practitioners that were trying to, you know, build a buzz. And now there's a huge buzz. You know, people are talking about vaccines. They're talking about, you know, what's harmed their body. They're talking about the chemicals in fast food and in their toiletries. They're talking about it all over the place. So you can already see that in just the last decade, how much has changed. So we're there. We're creating this new earth right here, right now. And those holistic healers, those people that are studying ways to care about their body and helping their loved ones along that path, that's proof that we are already in this transition phase. The next thing I want to talk about is hidden knowledge becoming very prevalent. And I love this because as someone who studies the occult, I love esoteric teachings. I obviously teach tarot and astrology and all that stuff. But those teachings, those were not prevalent back in the day. To get your hands on an ancient text or something was not how it is today. Today, we can open up our cell phones download our public library app and get a digital library card and listen to all kinds of books for free on an array of topics that was not available back then. So we not only have the ideas, but now we can start to obtain hidden knowledge and start utilizing it in our own lives, testing it writing it down, sharing their information. So we have so much at our fingertips. This is a huge win for us, um, for us to start to get out of that amnesic phase, um, decalcify our pineal gland and start to use the hidden knowledge, practice it. You know, instead of being scared of magic or scared of witchcraft or scared of voodoo or scared of entities, Start educating yourself about these hidden, about this hidden knowledge. And the more that you become educated and knowledgeable, 
the less scary it becomes. It was only tagged scary because that was a way to keep the information suppressed. So the more that we're afraid of it, which remember fear is a third dimensional characteristic. So if we are afraid of something, we have to ask ourselves, why are we afraid of that? What, what programming or indoctrination have I received or downloaded that has made me scared of something? You're scared of it because you actually don't know the nuts and bolts of it yet. So let's get to know the nuts and bolts and then make our decision about how we feel about it. So I feel like hidden knowledge is going to be more and more prevalent as the years go by. And we're already seeing YouTube channels talking about all kinds of esoteric teachings. There are so many books now these days, even scientists. You know, there are scientists that are studying the paranormal. They're studying psi. They're, they're making the quantum physics. There's physis physicists who are out there now realizing that those spiritual folks were onto something because what they were calling, you know, um, brain waves are actually activations of chakra systems and our aura, and they weren't calling it them. So the spiritual downloads that we're getting from our higher self and from our angels and guides is way more advanced than the science that we see today that has the proof, right? So be open to the hidden knowledge. All right. So. And then lastly, I just put here that your physical appearance will change. And I put this here because I do feel that in this material world, um, that, that vanity and how we are obsessed with how we look has become such a norm, you know, a social norm in our society. But as we transition into the new earth, you're going to start seeing people's vibration and you're going to start seeing their, their aura. Um, their, their inner beauty. And you're going to start to realize that the people that you maybe once didn't find physically attractive, all of a sudden they're very attractive. Uh, the people that are radiating a light of being in their, their true authentic nature is going to start to have, have them have some kind of glow. And it's a glow you can't get from Botox. It's an inner glow. It's a radiance. It's a resonance. So I want to just invite us all to be mindful, to experience people's inner beauty, to be attracted to them for what, how they communicate, um, how they care about others. Um, you know, the grace that they, they bring into any kind of groups, you know, situation, you know, you're going to feel their presence. And sometimes their presence is not loud. You know, it's, it's quiet, but it's still magnetic, you know, and our aura, which I have a free class coming on on how to repair the holes in your aura. Um, so I'll be talking more about that in future episodes, but your aura is really going to be your greatest asset. And when we start to really protect our soul and realize that our soul is a prized possession, we're going to realize that all those, all that energy that we, that we put towards exercising constantly or caring about every wrinkle on our face, you know, could be used, some of that time could be used for our soul work, right? For our soul's purpose, right? So we all have the same amount of time in the day. And it's going to be how much that we decide to use to 
improve our soul versus just being obsessed with, you know, our physical appearance. So our physical appearance is going to change uh, and it's going to change in the, in the view of other people as well. All right. And then finally, we're going to get into how the new earth will work and how it will look. All right. So contributionism. So we've gone from the current, which is materialism. And then we went to the transition, which was idealism. And now we're going to go to contributionism. Okay. So what is contributionism? It's just what it says. Contribution. What is your contribution? So this is where we have to use our imagination here because it's going to be hard for people that are even in that self-sustainability, um, needing to protect their assets. You know, they're still in that scarcity mentality or they're in the material thing where they're still accumulating stuff. Um, when we get to contributionism and the new earth is actually solidified and here, the reason that people have a hard time with maybe the concept of contributionism, which I'll talk about here in a second, is that it doesn't seem fair. So I wanted to start the conversation there that it doesn't seem fair because not everybody is going to make it to the new earth, okay? So the whole point of raising our vibration, remembering who we are, working through all of the shadows or what have you is so that we can get to our purpose. Okay. And so the new earth is a geography. It's a landscape. Okay. It's a landscape and a civilization of people, a community of people who are walking around that landscape who know their purpose. The only way that contributionism will work is if everybody is contributing their soul's purpose. Now, just take that in for a second. It's not about fairness anymore. It's not about, but I grow all these vegetables and that person only, you know, plays the violin all day, okay? No. That, first of all, it's not even the right consciousness for the new earth. Every single person's soul's purpose has this is it's a one to many. It means that you're giving to many. It's not an even exchange. There's no barter. There's no trade and there's no mon monetary. Um, uh, what's the word? Monetary um, exchange. Okay. I know this is going to be hard for people to be like, what? How is there not going to be any money in the new earth? Exactly. Well, you got to expand your awareness to get to the ideal. Think about the history of money. If you don't know it, I've got a great video on my YouTube channel, which is all about the monetary system, okay, and how corrupt it is. And why was it ever even created, right? And it's not because of gold and silver, okay? Anyway, that's a whole other topic. But it was created to have control, to have power over us. So in the new earth, there's not going to be money. Your money is your contribution. So your contribution is based around your soul's work. 
So if you don't know your soul's work, then guess what? You're not going to make it to the new earth. So this is where we're still in the transition phase. Okay. So it's important for us at this point that we start to explore what that soul purpose is, right? So this is where vibrancy comes into play. You're, when you are in alignment with your soul, there is a radiance, a vibrancy, a vitality that exudes from your aura. And we need to get it there in order for us to be officially into the new earth, for us to be creating and co-creating together with this concept of contributionism. Now, contributionism, all it means is that we're all contributing to the social and political structure. Is there politics in the new earth? Sure, why not? But not the way that it's done today. It's for people that are passionate about having structure in a society. What's wrong with that? Okay, it's that we've gone so far down the rabbit hole with materialism that political and social structures and social norms has taken on this very grandiose, borderline ridiculous, you know, structure. And it's not going to be that way in the new earth. So it's important for us to start to figure out what lights us up. What lights you up? If it doesn't light you up, it doesn't belong in your life. Okay, so we have to get to that place and we will talk about that in the further episodes in this course of how to discover your soul's purpose with astrology. But another thing that's going to, it's going to show up in the new earth is ET communication. Okay, so ET communication is just that. You're going to be communicating with other galactic beings because you're going to become a galactic being. So what does that mean? Well, extraterrestrial kind of gets this, you know, um, you know, I don't know, new age, you know, gimmicky thing. Um, but it doesn't have to just be like, you know, these little grays and stick figures or whatever. You know, we are aliens. We're aliens to other beings. Okay. So the, I feel like the word alien, and I feel like maybe it just could be my own you know, programming here kind of has this weird, like, connotation around to it. I personally love aliens. I watch all of the movies and people talk about UFOs and everything. But when we think about ETs, we might think about the, you know, Steven Spielberg movie, the ET, you know, ET or whatever. But ETs are just other beings. Okay, they're other sources of light. And so as you start to transition you know, into your highest self, your fifth dimensional galactic self, you're not only going to discover your soul's purpose, but you're going to start to be able to communicate with the divine, with the extraterrestrials, with the Galactic Federation of Light, with other stars, families, other constellations. Okay. So the things that I do in my podcast are divinely given to me. You know, they're not even mine. So you could even say, I don't, I didn't like her presentation. Well, these are the concepts that have been given to me through my research to what I've been divinely guided to, to research on my own. And, to, and the things that my guides are sharing with me are pointing me where to go to next. And that's when you, what's called alignment. Okay. So once you start having this communication with angels, your spirit guides, you know, other extraterrestrial beings, you know, archangels, things like that. 
that you're already in the vibration of the new earth because we're going to be doing that all the time. We're going to be co-creating the new earth with the other galactic families, right? Because the space that we see that we think is empty, like I'm moving my hands right now for those of you who are listening to the podcast, like this is not empty space, right? There is other frequencies and energies of beings that are in the space that we can't see right now. So we're going to have that superpower because we're not going to have amnesia. We're not going to have calcified pineal glands. We're going to be radiating, have these radiating auras, not have all these holes in our auras from all the chemicals and poisons and programming and block chakras and what have you. We're going to be radiating a light so bright that that, that light is going to be able to communicate with all different kinds of star families. And we're going to literally be creating a planet that is like nothing we've seen before. Even though we can walk into the forest and see these beautiful trees, they're going to be more vibrant. It's going to be walking into like a, a paint canvas uh, that's electrifying, right? And like our, our modes of transportation are going to be different. How we eat is going to be different. Some of, you know, I'm sure some of you guys have even heard that some people aren't even eating. There's people on this planet that don't even eat. They just drink water. You know, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see how the new earth plays out and how food is going to take on even a different way of life. Um, what we have thought about fast food is not going to be there. I'm sorry. Um, but we're going to realize that everything is going to, if we do eat, it's going to taste so delicious and it's still going to fuel our, our galactic being, our galactic self. So we have something to grow into here. We have a new earth where each of us is on our divine path right now. We're going to discover our soul-based work, which is going to be our contribution in that new planet, right? The new earth is the new Gaia, and it's where we're going to communicate with the divine. We're going to be able to communicate with plants in a more deeper way, uh, nature, you know, galactic beings, things like that. There's not going to be a monetary system because the monetary system is going to be replaced by your contribution. So I'm going to leave it there until our next episode. What I hope that you will do next to begin your journey uh, of transitioning into the new earth and finding your contribution is I hope that you will share this replay with a friend. Remember, we cannot shape the new earth without raising the frequency. And that means we have to get our friends and family who are open to this information to understand where we're going. I'd also like to invite you to become a member of the Holistic Fashionista Club, which I'm going to give you a link here. Um, but the club is really where all of the star seeds and the change agents and the new earth leaders of tomorrow are hanging out and they're exploring their divinity. They're exploring their soul's purpose. They're building their galactic brands. Um, they're communicating with each other. They're raising their vibration. So I hope that you guys will check out the club. Otherwise, I hope that you will join me next week for part six. If you're interested in learning more about the club, you can go to holisticfashionista.com forward slash the dash club. There is going to be an invitation to join the VIP list. There will be a special promo for you. It used, uh, usually takes about 24 hours to get it. So if you're interested in joining the club, I hope to see you there real soon. All right, you guys, I'm going to start the live Q&A. 
Until next time, if you're watching this on uh, my podcast, uh, which my podcast is now on Pandora, it's on Spotify, and it's on iTunes if you'd like to subscribe there. Otherwise, I'll see you guys next week. Have a great day. Until next time, stay sacred. Thank you for tuning in to Divine Downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.